0: at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus get $20 off your first order. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When and police arrived, they found the
1: telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. cup of murder. Murder can occur for a number of reasons, but today's story may take the cake or the ice cream. On February 5th, 2002, a man was killed over a dispute in the name of territory and of ice cream. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Francesco Mangione was born on July 23rd, 1957 in Sicily, and in 1969, immigrated to Australia, where he would eventually settle in Mooney Ponds, Victoria. As an adult, he apprenticed with the former State Electricity Commission of Victoria, and in 1978, was named by the Industrial Training Commission of Victoria as the Outstanding Radio Tradesman Apprentice of the Year, proving he was a hard worker who took great pride in the work that he did. He then left the SECV in 1989 and began operating his own ice cream van as his means for making a living. This is, however, where things started to go a little south in Francesco's life. In 1992, he was arrested and detained when a missing six-year-old girl was found in his ice cream van, but was later released due to lack of evidence. And the following year, an incident between his family and that of his cousin, Dennis Guinta's family, also ice cream van operators, escalated into a full-blown turf war and a fight between the two families that saw Dennis's father run over his own sister with an ice cream van while the other members were fighting. When the dust settled, Francesco was left with a wounded pride and a hell of a lot of hatred brewing inside of him. On February 5th, 2002, after years of harboring that hatred, 26-year-old Dennis Juinta returned home from work, showered, and walked naked back into his bedroom. He was just about to lay in bed next to his wife when 47-year-old Francesco Mangione, wearing a mask, jumped out of his hiding place and, with a handmade sword, began stabbing and hacking at his cousin-turned-arch-nemesis. Awakened by her husband's screams, Laura Juinta jumped from the bedroom's balcony, ran across the garage roof, and jumped onto the ground, breaking her leg in the process. She would eventually have to stay in the hospital for 21 days, but her husband lost his life at the scene of the crime, stabbed 55 times by a member of his own family. According to his wife, Dennis fought for his life, screaming, take what you want, leave us alone, as he tried to fend off the unknown attacker. Blood covered almost the entire scene and the police reeled as the gruesome details of the crime were revealed. Francesco fled from the scene before the police could arrive, but in the process, left behind his makeshift weapon. When tested, the handle contained his DNA and he was arrested. During the 10 days of trial, the courts and the world learned how Dennis Juinta lost his life over a disagreement over who could sell ice cream on what streets. Proving that blood was not always thicker than water. On February 13, 2004, Francesco Mangione was found guilty by a jury and sentenced to 22 years in prison with a non parole period of 18 years. His appeal was dismissed on February 21, 2006, and he was ordered to remain behind bars for the cold blooded assassination. As far as my research can tell, Francesco remains behind bars, but his term is set to expire in 2024. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to What Terrible Thing Happened on February 6th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.